Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Ladies. Gentlemen, friends, foes, lurkers, regulars, GMO people, organic people. Zero inbound. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes, lurkers and regulars, genetically modified people, and organic people, welcome to the Boiler Room. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're sorry we're a little bit late tonight. We had some technical issues, so we got those ironed out. We got our stream yard all fixed. We're good to go. We're live here at alternatecurrentradio.com, live at spreaker.com, live on YouTube, and live at Rockfin. What's up, Rockfin? How you doing out there? What is going on? All right, well, let's see. It is August the 18th, and uh, time to do some boiler room over here. Let me go ahead and just, uh, since we're a little bit late, we'll just crash on into it. There's the room. Green room is open. Let me get a quick mic check from Spore here. Spore, how's it going? You cool? Hmm. I don't, uh, uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Try again. Doing good here? Yeah, <laughs> now you're doing good here. All right, cool, cool. All right, great. Okay, let's introduce everybody. Uh, we've got Mr. Corey Drayton, the Wandering Wolf, joining us once again here in the boiler room. Corey, how's it going, man? Hey, man. Uh, this is uh, our second time today, so it's uh, it's good to be back with you. Um, hopefully, everyone can hear me okay. My dog is in the room keeping the gremlins at bay. So uh, as long as she's got my back, I'm happy to be here. All right. Yeah, I got to have those uh, security agents to watch the door while we do the thing where we look in the camera and talk into the microphone. Those security dogs are important. All right. Uh, we've got Ruckus of the Daily Ruckus joining us tonight. Also, Ruckus, what's going on? Welcome to the boiler room. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thanks for having me, folks. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that we got this going. It might be a little late, but we still got it, and that's what counts. And uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's move on to you-know-who. Yeah, better late than never. Yeah, you got it. We got the Brady Bunch squares going here, and Ruckus knows exactly which direction to point. Uh, I'm going to point like this and say look who's next the one and only the very lovely the curator of all things whiskey tango foxtrot on the interwebs lovely spore what's up how's it going welcome to the show going great uh always happy to be here and wow clown world just sparks up so many amazing icebreakers thanks for all the submissions it's really hard to figure out what to talk about uh <laughs> when there's so many weird things and so I I, uh, I decided to go with one that actually Ruckus submitted. Um, it's entitled. Oh, the Thank ice you. just is breaking. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
The feds published a list of emoji code for drugs. So, think those emojis your teens are using are harmless? Think again. The DEA says, especially if there's a maple leaf involved. So, basically, these kids, you know, they figure their way around stuff. And there's all sorts of uh, filters on their internets and uh, ways to spy on what they're doing but they're they're crafty and apparently now teens are using emojis of crystal balls to buy meth a blowfish emoji to buy cocaine and if you think you're using a maple leaf to talk about the lovely neighboring canada no you're mighty wrong the agency says this is a universal symbol for drugs the maple leaf huh interesting yeah, which would, I would think like initially would just be like kind of like the, the hidden emoticon for pot, but apparently the DEA says it just means all drugs. DEA. Oh, the, the ever so helpful DEA. So, so what are they suggesting? Uh, they have a guide aimed at parents here. Um, and it's a list of representative sample of emojis found in DEA investigations. So the... Am I am I uh, overstating this, or is the DEA saying that they want to get in between parents and their kids here? And they actually sport. Did they say something about parents can send stuff to the DEA and have them check it for them? I mean, what's what's the actual point of this? Is it just informational so that parents can know what emoji drug code is? I didn't really see any true guidance or or suggestions. It was just like what. The kids are using symbols for different meanings. <laughs> I mean, that's really all I got out of it. <laughs> all right. Uh, take a look at the emojis used for prescription drugs, dealers, and other drugs like MDMA and marijuana and see for yourself. Very that's, weird. That's the end. <laughs> Wait, there's a slideshow. Oh, let's check this out. Hold oh, on. There's a, there's a, a slideshow. Yeah, check it out. So we've got uh, a slideshow here. They're not telling us what they all mean, though. Hmm. What could the plug mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, what does the banana mean? Oh, it's up top. Emojis for Percocet and Oxycodone. Oh, okay. And then the previous one was emojis of dealer oh, advertising. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. What else do we got? Emojis for Xanax. They have the pill for the audio listeners out there. It's a pill, a chocolate bar, and... Bar, the Xanax bar. A short right? bus? Yeah, Xanax bar. There you go. What's with the short bus, though? I don't... Have you ever taken a Xanax? Maybe you feel like you need a short bus. I've never taken a Xanax or a short bus, so I guess I'm just uh, out of luck on experience for this one. Uh, what else do we got? Emojis for Adderall, and that is a pill... An A minus and a metro car of some sort. Adderall. All right. Uh, signal for high potency drugs. Oh, watch out. So you got a rocket ship, a bomb emoji, and an explosion emoji. High potency. Uh, is that fentanyl or what do they mean by high potency? That could mean a lot of things. Yeah, I think that would cover a lot of a lot of things. There's some highly potent weed out there. What about that? Does that count? Where's the weed ones? Universal code for drugs, maple leaf, uh, a large batch of drugs, <clears throat> a cookie, cookie emoji for a large batch. 
I don't know. This seems like a. Uh, I mean, it's clever. It's clever, you guys. But it seems a little bit, um, uh, a little too general. I don't know because a large, a quarter, large batch of drugs. What does that mean? Uh, cookie emoji. Okay. Does that mean you're getting a kilo? I, don't know, but it, it, I think it can be confusing and and like not spotted by a parent easily if they were like, you know, really trying to like be secretive. Mm-hmm. Like I would. I wouldn't as. As a, you know, somebody overlooking a child, I wouldn't be like, oh, there's a cookie. That must be a large batch of drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's so informative. All right. Let's see what else we got here. I'm kind of jam through these because there's a lot. Um, emojis for meth. So you've got the beaker, the diamond, the blue heart, and the crystal ball. Emojis for, wow, look how many emojis they have for cocaine. This one has more than any I didn't know that was hip with the kids. Oh, I didn't either. I thought this was like an old people's drug or something. I thought it was like more boomerish. Boomer? What do you mean? Gen X loves it too. And Okay, Gen X. Boomer. <laughs> All right. Uh, cocaine, they got the eight ball. That's obvious. The key. Okay. Key. Get it? Like kilo. Um, tongue out emoji. Normal yellow face tongue out emoji. I don't get it. Snowman, I get it. Snowflake, I get it. Pufferfish. Uh, blowfish. Blowfish. Thank you, Spore. All right, there we go. The blowfish. Uh, what's this? Emojis for heroin. Ooh, a brown heart and a green dragon. <laughs> what else needs to be said? Uh, MDMA and Molly's. We got candy, red heart, X, the big red X, the pill and the lightning. Yeah, someone in the chat wants to know, where's the LSD one? I want to know that, too. Okay, marijuana, we got a puff of smoke, a fire, two different types of tree, a shamrock of some sort, and the, the O face, the surprise face. I don't, I don't get that one. What do we got? Emojis for cough syrup. Come on, who cares about cough syrup? Well, I guess they do do funny things with cough syrup, right? I've heard... Well, yeah, they could butt chug the cough syrup. I also recall one where it was like, uh, this was way back in boiler room history, boiler rooms of yore, like 2015. I recall one where kids were taking bottles of cough syrup and tying a shoelace or a string around it and then whipping it around like a centrifuge, right, to to separate the, the, the components in it. And apparently, once you do that, you get a wicked buzz. Uh, don't do that, kids. Don't do any of this shit, kids. All right, uh, let's see. Cough syrup. What else we got here? Mushrooms. Well, pff, gall. Duh, of course. Uh, a mushroom. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. That's the end of our slide deck on that one. So good stuff, good stuff. Thanks, Sport. Uh, thanks, Ruckus. Ruckus, you're the one that brought this. Where the heck? How did you come across this one, man? Yeah, I totally forgot. That was just on the the news feeds one day, I suppose. (laughs) I was out there swimming in the mainstream media, just avoiding the sharks, because there's been a lot of those lately. And lo and behold, I found this helpful, informative code handbook. Man, they really, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I'm curious, like, how do they know this? Where did they learn this from? Right, I mean... and what do they think about this? Is this what they would expect to find if this is all above board? Because that was my first question. I was like, is this what kids are really doing now? Because, like, I don't know. I agree with some of those marijuana ones, uh, I would say. Um, okay, I recognize some of those possibly being used. But I don't know. Uh, there's just so much to this. It's really interesting. I think it's a nice window into what the kids are thinking. But I don't know. Um 
score what you were saying about the parents being able to decode this uh do you think the parents can decode anything the the kids are saying in their little text speak i don't it took me many many years to figure out just what lol stood for to be honest with you <laughs> i think it totally depends on the parents and the kids really honestly there's there's probably parents that don't even care to and probably parents that are way overlooking stuff and kids that are very crafty and kids that are kind of dumb you know like now the thing is no matter what i i don't think because i don't i'm not sure if it said it in the article but they're not using emojis exclusively so i imagine in my head that they're using the emojis to substitute whatever they're talking about which is kind of silly and stupid because isn't that a dead giveaway? It doesn't matter what emoji you put in there. If you're like, hey, bro, I need some, and in this case, they drop a maple leaf or a tree, and the dude's <laughs> like, yeah, I got you, right? It could be anything. You say, yo, dude, I need some, and it's a, it's a picture of a cat smiling or a picture of a banana, and before you know it, the parents are going to be like, Billy, why do you keep texting uh, Joey that you need some banana? Yeah, well, I mean, you're presuming the parents are are smart enough to even take the hint or even be looking. So it's like, I mean, there's a lot of parents that that wouldn't take that hint. They'd be like, oh, that's a silly, cute emoticon. (laughs) You know, I think it could work for a lot of kids. And it's and there's a lot of parents that aren't looking in the first place and and aren't uh, clever enough to figure it out. But I think. I would hope most parents that were kind of like checking on their kids would be able to be smart enough to be like, okay, well, why do I keep seeing a blowfish in my kids' texts? <laughs> All right, Wandering Wolf, what do you think, man? You know, any uh, any parents that are dealing with this uh, this emoji speak? I mean, this I I gotta say when it's hard for me to put myself in the um, in the shoes of the youth, if you will, because we didn't have cell phones. None of the four of us had cell phones when we were of the age where we were, you know, trying to be crafty and stuff like that. And I, I, I got to hand it to them. You know, they have a, I'm not going to hand it to the DEA. DEA, get get a real job. Find something better to do with your time. My goodness, this is stupid. Get out of parents' lives. Get out of everybody's lives, actually. Why don't you just shut yourselves down? You're wasting our money here. But, um, yeah, what, what do you think, Wandering Wolf? Well, there's a few things I can say about this. I mean, the first uh, thing for me was they missed out a drug. Where are the whippets? You know, shouldn't there be an, uh, an aerosol can in there for the whippets too? I heard those oh, are coming yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, there was actually a, an instance in my very neighborhood of some teenagers. This is back during the lockdowns. They were going back behind the house and people were finding these canisters of aerosol behind the house. And no one could figure out what it was. And so I happened to walk past with uh, the dogs and I said, oh, it's whippets, obviously, and kept jogging on. Um, of course, I never. A perfect emotion. <laughs> no a balloon, you know, the old whippet. There we go. <laughs> exactly. No one bothered to ask how I how I knew about uh, about that information. But um, so so there's that aspect of things. Uh, there's also the um, I think the the potential for pre-crime here if they start applying an algorithm to search for these emojis and uh given a certain degree of context they can predict who might be engaging in uh in drugs acquisition behavior um i think that the article itself being targeted at parents could potentially be a smokescreen to hide the fact that they have this technology and they can deploy it probably already are deploying it or want to deploy it 
to the general population. So I think it's kind of softening the blow that this is actually happening. Um, so I think it's uh, I, I do think it's a, it's a PR move for pre-crime, if, the, if that makes sense. Yeah, actually, that does make pretty good sense, man, because uh, pre-crime is super popular. It's a big part of the, the, the new normal, the fourth industrial revolution, all that stuff makes total sense. Um, <laughs> Session Jones says, I think how well you pick up on it depends on how good you were at pulling the wool over your parents' eyes when you were a kid. Oh, all right. Well stated. Yeah. Definitely a creative accidents. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's the kind of emojis we used to have here. Let me put this uh let me put this on the screen for everybody here for a second for those of you on the video stream. Uh remember this one? Let me make it a little bit bigger. The boobies on the calculator <laughs> or on the original Nokia text there. It's like parentheses, two periods, and a Y. Yep. That's the level we were dealing with when uh when we was kids. There you go. Oh, yes. Classic. Well, uh, emojis. There you go. I don't know what to say beyond that. Uh, watch out for the pre-crime. There's a... Are you kidding me, Hesher? I remember spell trying to spell out bad words on a calculator. Oh, me too. Doing like hell yeah. upside down. Like you had to hold the calculator upside yeah. down and do four, three, seven, seven or something like that. Yeah, we had some. Yeah, fun. there was a reason that you would get the scientific calculators back in the day, you know, because you could actually do the calculations, flip it upside down, and get all kinds of interesting words in various <laughs> languages too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you guys saw in the comments on this article um, a Mr. Fox, who I really, really hope is a social reject, uh, posted this brilliant meme: uh, "Is your child texting about anarcho-communism?" <laughs> and it's a it's a whole bunch of they're taking standard uh elite speak turns of phrase you know brb lol and uh translating them into what might be anarcho-communist slogans it's uh it's pretty brilliant it's uh the, the first comment there yeah there it is so brb better redistribute bread lol let's overthrow landlords smh seize means of production hurry tbh take back housing <laughs> stfu support the factory union oh yeah okay that's that's well spotted there wolf for sure you gotta love that all right well 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 okay i i just do they do they have a, a definition for what bfd means out of curiosity mm, no but i noticed uh obama likes that one these days right that's right uh yep he a man of many words came out to uh praise uh, Bill Gates, I mean, Joe Biden's uh, Inflation Reduction Act there, the climate change one. Um, <clears throat> that was not a Freudian slip, by the way, about Bill Gates. Look into that one. Uh, but yeah, he says, uh, he says, he's all Joe or something. This is a BFD. And he retweets the, the president, Joe Biden's tweet about the being proud to announce the, the Inflation Reduction Act or whatever. And then Joe Biden replies he's all thanks obama <laughs> and little did little does everybody know but he's standing there with his phone in one hand still and he's got his hand out like he's waiting for someone to shake it waiting for a ghost to shake it <laughs> i hope everybody's seen those videos they're hilarious they're absolutely hilarious come on all right well is that rain I hear, or is my ear still ringing from the firing range today? We've had some weather today out here. 
got our first little bit of rain in weeks and weeks, maybe months out here in Texas. Sounds like it, but my ears are all screwed up. I forgot to wear my ear pro today when I was at the rifle range, so I took a took a little bit of damage in the right ear on accident, so I'm hearing things in my cans uh, regardless, no matter what. Uh, not as bad as the Slayer show. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about me, folks. I'll be fine. Uh, okay, well, uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Do you guys want to say anything more about this, or shall we move on? Because I got a hot one here. All right, I got, I got a big WTF. Um... So we've been talking about these uh, 87,000 IRS agents. Everybody's been talking about this for the past week or so. So let me just, let's just make sure we got this right. We wanted, we spent the last two years trying to defund the police, right? But we're all supposed to be chuffed now that they're going to take our tax money and make a bunch of federal police to see if they can come take more of our tax money with the money that they took to make the federal police. Huh. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I got that right. Defund all the cops. Cops are bad. All cops are bad. But then steal everybody's tax money and set up a uh, enormous overbloated IRS. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, and and we looked, we, we, we touched on this last week, I think. It's all such a blur. But... I remember thinking at the time, like, how do you even train 87,000 people? What kind of people are going to be taking this job? You, some of you might remember me saying this. And I also looked at the hours on the post. Remember, we were looking at the hours on the post, and it said like 50 to 60 hours a week, on call, nights, weekends, and holidays, all this stuff. And I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be a you know $120,000 a year job, $160,000 a year job. It was 50 50 to 60,000, I think, something like that. Who does that? Who goes and, and gets a job at that level that requires you, I mean, you know, aspiring content creators aside, you know, talking nine to fiver jobs here. I mean, it just doesn't sound like proper compensation to me, especially for law enforcement agents. I mean, geez. I think even that's like school teacher range, isn't it? Which was already abysmally low for what they have to deal with. So uh, I got this video here. I think everybody's seen this by now, but let me just play it because I, I just can't believe this. I'm having a hard time believing, number one, they're doing this and it's not just a troll. I feel like they're conspiracy candying us and just sort of, you know, browbeating us and trying to get us riled up with this whole concept. But they did pass a $387 billion bill or something like that. So, and apparently this is part of it and it does fit in with the way uh, the current clown administration rolls. But when it came right down to it, I was like, how are they going to get all these law enforcement people? Like we're talking about investigators, people that can serve search warrants and stuff like that. Right? Well, is this just more trolling or or what? Like, what is this right here? What is this? Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Dude, you know, steal money from the government? You're going down. <laughs> down.
that person for the radio listeners out there. What we're I'm gonna just uh, I just can't even believe this. Can't even believe this stuff. None of these people know how to even hold a fake. All right, all right. I'm going to get out of that. I'm going to get out of that. Uh, none of these people even know how to hold a fake gun properly. Uh, so for those of you out there that are just listening to this on the podcast, um, you got to check this out. You got to check this out. Uh, if Let me read the comment from this person, one of many pe- people that posted this. It says it's actual IRS training, okay? Let me just make that clear. I haven't verified this yet. Maybe someone in the boiler room has. I have not verified this yet. It's unbelievable if it's true it's absolutely unbelievable if it's true uh because these are not people that look like they have any sort of training whatsoever like if this is if this what we're seeing here is training it's not going well and it's actually good news for all the middle class people who are expecting eighty-seven thousand irs agents to come looking for their trump checks or their biden checks to take back or whatever but uh, Kawa M. Official, who posted, one of many people that posted this, said, If real, what a joke. Zero standards, physically and mentally inept, untrained, no firearms discipline or experience in tactics or team protocol, but watch them get funding for ARs, tactical kit, and vehicles, and other assets to enforce the IRS agenda. The scariest part is that these tax cops are just a placeholder for when they start bringing heavy hitters with experience. Okay, so uh, I think that's pretty well said right there. Um, This is a joke. These are placeholders. These are people that will get each other killed. They're flagging each other with the muzzles of their guns. They're walking around with their fingers on the trigger. Ruckus, what's the most egregious thing you saw in there? There's, There's one thing in particular that just really drives me crazy. The first one was, I think you just dressed it, but everyone's just like walking right in front of each other's like line of fire, left and right, everywhere, just in a giant circle. I'm like, okay, that's great. You guys are just going to take each other out. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I didn't see that version of it. That one there was heavily edited. I saw an entire from beginning to end version of it, and it actually began further out inside this building they were at, wherever it was which looked like it was either a large university area or it was like some sort of hotel. And a large number of these agents were walking in a line and just joking around and talking. And then they took a, a select amount of them, the ones that you saw inside that room, and they, they lined them up against the wall and the, the supposed instructor asked them if they were ready and they all got their hands ready on their fake weapons. And then they closed the door where the, the, that was taking place, like an empty conference room or a gym area. And the cameraman entered the room and closed the door. That was the other thing I noticed is the person who was filming this was walking, you know, backwards, following this whole line of people, right? The whole time or with a GoPro. So the whole the whole way it was filmed was very interesting to me. And then, you know, you see the whole thing. But what, what it didn't show on there was um, as part of this training is some of their interrogation before that, I guess. And they're talking to these people who are saying, like, I don't know. I'm just a landscape guy. I'm just a, a small business owner just saying these kind of things and then getting like getting these people's emotional reaction like, that doesn't matter, sir. We're agents. You're in trouble. You're under arrest. It's, it reminded me of the Alex Jones, uh, the police state videos from back in the day where they were like supposedly training 
the National Guard and the cops, and you had like these people playing like the crisis actors as well. You can't do this. I'm an American citizen. And they're screaming at him, get down on the ground. You can't do this. This is a free country. That's what it reminded me of, except they were like screaming about how they're just like normal people just trying to live their lives, run a business. So that leads me to think this is legit because that's the kind of crap I saw back then when they were training these other people. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what I have to say about it. Have you seen any of this stuff, Wandering Wolf? You got any any, uh, thoughts or is this the first you've seen it? This is the first that I've seen it, uh, and uh, if it's legit, it's it's beyond absurd and beyond egregious, both at the same time. I mean, you know, the the, the lack of fitness, uh, the lack of um, uh, trigger discipline, the way they were moving, um, the lack of tactical coordination, the lack of prowess, all of it. I mean, it's just laughable uh, and terrifying. Um, because they end up getting themselves at a triangulation of fire, and then you've got a situation where they're injuring each other uh, and possibly any innocent bystanders who happen to be in the area. Um, and so I look at this and I say, okay, um, you know, the sloppiness of this, it almost does seem intentional, right? Because, of course, if there are incidents that take place, if there are accidental shootings that take place, then the, the clamor for professionals, heavy hitters to come in, is inevitable um i just it's the situation is incredibly disturbing to me um and it's hard for me to even though i look at it and i said this is absolutely absurd and i want to laugh i just can't because it's so horrifying mm-hmm. to witness mm-hmm. yeah man it's um it's it's a big problem for me i have a big problem with this one uh no matter we've come up with between the person that posted it ruckus yourself all our listeners, we've come up with a number of things that this could actually be. I just, I'm having a hard time believing this is actual IRS training, but maybe it is. But as Ruckus said, we've seen stuff like this before. But the scariest thing is, is the bottom, bottom fucking line here is all cops are bad. Defund the police. Okay, how's that working out? How's that working out in all the states that have these Soros-backed and and fronted DAs who don't convict or charge on anyone anymore, right? Crime spiking, big time. Um, Hesher, I'll play devil's advocate for a second. What if it was like one of these situations where they said, okay, you guys go handle this situation the way you think it should be done, and that they're watching them to then point out all of their mistakes, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, there, there could be something there. My concern is that this the, the overla- overarching theme here is that we are federalizing law enforcement because they're already talking about um, appointing sheriffs instead of electing sheriffs. Like, that's an initiative going on in California. They're saying, you know, we should just appoint the sheriff and not have them elected. And that's a, that's a huge, huge problem. The sheriff is basically the last law enforcement person we have that we have any say in electing, you know, if elections work. So, uh, you know, as it is, if we federalize the police, this this is the placeholder for it. I think you're right on that one, Ruckus. Yeah, if this is real, this is really scary. I mean... I, I didn't I saw a different clip earlier too. It was a much shorter one than you saw, Ruckus, but it was like a bunch of slobs coming into this like open dining hall or whatever open area with like their they had 
um, protective vests, but they weren't even like snapped up together. And then they're like basically pointing their guns, like like you said, at each other as they're not. I it was just the most disorganized thing. And it's like, and then they come up to this. It's like they all surround this old guy and then <laughs> this older gentleman, this ordinary dude, like this guy that's like not doing anything wrong, but I guess maybe he didn't pay his taxes. Like, this is really disturbing. Like if they're. And the guy in the wheelchair. That yeah. just kills me. The guy, yes. What's that? I mean, I've got it on screen here. If, if you're listening out there, you're not going to see it. Go check it on YouTube or Rockfin. But the guy in the wheelchair. I mean, I'm not trying to be ableist here or anything, but. Uh, I mean, don't you need to be able to chase down a perp or go up some stairs? I mean, what is that? And nobody has their their um their their plate carrier on properly. They're all cattywampus and not stuck together. I mean, flopping around. Look at this chick down here in the in the leather boots in the size 42 pants. I mean, who are you chasing down? Uh, Why are they even chasing anyone? They're the IRS. There you go. There's a better picture of it. <clears throat> I mean, the, they haven't even been trained how to hold a firearm. All right. This is this. It's it's a massive troll. Like this chick right here. Look, she's she's doing the teacup method. The teacup method of holding a firearm has not been trained in like 30 years or something like that. It that is. A great way to hit yourself in the face with your gun. <clears throat> well, this guy's wearing two masks. That that should slow the bullet a little bit. Yeah, double mask. Double masking, bro. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Uh, the whole thing to me is just, what the hell? What the hell? And then there's the mindset of the people too. I mean, I, I know. So they got that. There was that clip of the, uh, of the of the woman who was talking about, oh, you know, if you steal money from the government, this is what happens. Okay, yes, I know. She was it was lib, and she was probably just taking the piss. But still, someone who's in that position to say something like that as a representative of a federal agency, damned unprofessional and completely insane. Um, this is this is not someone who is taking the responsibility. Uh, that she's being given seriously. And those are not the kinds of people that I want vested with that kind of power at all. Um, and I, I was kind of, when we touched on this last week, you know, I was thinking about all of those 23-year-old kids who were enforcing the mask mandates. You know, you, you, you want to go out to get a sandwich in Portland and you've got some blue-haired 23-year-olds screaming at you for not having a mask on. And this is someone who uh, they have, they've never had any stake in anything. They don't own anything. They don't have any real responsibilities. And they've been vested with all this power to tell other people, their peers, their countrymen, what to do, right? It's fucking ridiculous and egregious and absurd. And people shouldn't stand for it. And, and, and you know, we were talking about culture jamming this morning. We were talking about pointing out the, the hypocrisy. Here's a great opportunity to do just that, to really showcase, the, showcase these people for the clowns and jokers they are. We are giving power to the people who are least capable of managing that power with any degree of competence or responsibility. And whoever thought this was a good idea should be a fucking, fucking ashamed of themselves. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, man, totally. 
All right, let's see. I got a uh, breaking information from one of the social rejects here. Let's take a look at this because this is what I've been wanting to know. What do we make of this? What is this? What the actual F is this? Let me see if I can't blow it up a little bit, make it a little bit easier to read. So this is a, this is a fact check, so keep that in mind. We got a fact check going on here. Uh, and leadstories.com, thank you, Creative Accidents, for saying it. So the fact checker says it's not. They say this is not to do with the current situation. Does this video show footage of new IRS agents in training? No, that's not true. The footage is from a uni university event held in 2017 for accounting students that allowed them to perform a mock investigation with IRS criminal investigation unit agents for a day. Claim appear, uh, the claim appeared in a Facebook post on August 17, 2022. The post included a link to a video featuring people in vests that read IRS CID police and participating in what looked like practice for law enforcement duties. The title of the video read, Watch Stunning Footage Shows Biden's New Army of IRS Agents in Training. The caption of the post read, There are so many things wrong with this video. This is what the post looked like on Facebook at the time of the writing. All right, so uh, looks like uh, Brian Kilmeade posted that also on his Rumble. It says here, the footage is actually from an event called the Adrian Project, which was hosted by the IRS Criminal Investigation Newark Field Office and held at Stockton University in Galloway, New Jersey in 2017. They have an archive link here. The IRS describes its Adrian Project as a day-long mock investigation program for students. Uh, and it goes on to have a description here. I'll throw that into the show notes so you folks can check this out and read it on your own. Um, yeah, so there you go. There you go. Maybe we got an answer there. Maybe this is conspiracy candy, and it is meant to rile us up because that would explain the utter lack of any sort of law enforcement whiff at all on that. So we'll have to look more into that, read about the Adrian Project. But folks, um, make sure that you know to go look at this because that's what we're talking about. We got to mind the conspiracy candy. Is this conspiracy candy? Don't always trust the fact checker either. You can't just say, oh, uh, fact checker said it's not true, so it's not true. That is definitely a bad idea. All right, here's another piece of information we can add to this part of our little investigation here, which we're doing in real time on the boiler room. Uh, let me show you guys this link. And look, October 30th, 2017, look, it looks like this was posted even in the URL. You can see up there, 2017. This does appear to have been posted in 2017. Stockton University, accounting students get hands-on lesson in IRS criminal investigations. Boom, there you go. Accountants don't typically carry guns, but as 24 accounting students at Stockton University learn, being a special agent for IRS criminal investigations mean you might uncover a money laundering operation for terrorists resulting in an armed raid. All right, so there you go. I think we're getting a little bit closer to being able to confirm that this is conspiracy candy right here. And Hesher, who was the, there was one of these news reports, a couple of them back that we were showing. And in the picture, I made the comment about the dude with the face mask. So they're, they're administering and overlaying pictures from a current time 
with people wearing the masks because the people in 2017 weren't wearing masks because, you know, that wasn't a thing back then. As we just saw, no one in the video was wearing the masks. So they're, they're confounding images and headlines and getting everyone to latch onto it and spread it across on Twitter so that now they can uh, have their, their Twitter accounts whacked. Mm-hmm. How dare you? You're in Facebook jail for 30 days. Yeah. Sharing this information. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. That's nasty. That is nasty. That's nasty stuff right there. So, obviously, there's even some digital manipulation happening in some of these pictures. You see, this is the problem. This is the problem. And this is why we do what we do, right, Wandering Wolf? This is exactly what we were talking about today on TNT on the Brian McLean show. Folks, if this is the first time you've checked in the boiler room for a while, uh, you got to go check out tntradio.live because much of the boiler room team has been hanging out over there. I got a show over there, and uh, Wandering Wolf is appearing there often, and Ruckus is co hosting the second hour of the amazing Joseph. Arthur's Technicolor Dreamcast, which uh, he'll be heading off to in a little bit here. we got to keep our eye on that clock so we can make sure Ruckus is over there on time. Uh, but yeah, uh, Corey, we, you and I were talking about ex- this kind of stuff earlier today. So uh, we're talking about categorizing news, categorizing stuff. Where do we put this one? How, how, what, where do we put this kind of... Because this is a messy one. This one has spread far and wide, and I haven't made any definitive statements about it other than WTF until tonight, but... After looking through uh, the records here, thank you, Creative Accidents. Uh, it, this appears to be conspiracy candy, trying to relate it to the current uh, IRS debacle. It does. It does indeed. Uh, and it sort of ends up being this, uh, it's, a, it's a pastiche of, of fixations. It's a pastiche of, uh, of various things, uh, past and present, all combining and coalescing as one. It was amazing to kind of see that unfold in real time. That's what we always have to be doing with everything that we're exposed to. Um, and, you know, I, I think uh, this, um, this notion of pause and doubt uh, is especially prudent in situations like this. You encounter something, you take a pause for a moment. The I'm not, the I wasn't there principle, the I'm going to doubt what I'm being presented with right now until I have more information, that principle, all of that applies. Right. I mean, that's the only way that you can really discern what is actually going on because of the degree of image manipulation we're exposed to constantly, daily, all the time. You know, the other aspect of it, too, is any sort of amateur photography or amateur video. Some of that could actually be a person on the ground with a phone capturing something that's going on. But that could also be someone working for an agency who's filming it in that verite fashion to make it look like it's amateur, to make it look like, oh, this is just authentic, we're just capturing the thing in the moment. Uh, So it's always important to sort of recognize the different tools that can be brought to bear to create a perception. Um, The the, the perception economy uh, is is real, and it's it's definitely something that um, I think we all have uh, a very large stake in and have to make sure that that we're protecting. so yes, doubt and discern, create that pause, investigate and look, do comparisons and try to gain an understanding of when the images were captured and whether or not they've been manipulated in any way, just as you've done here. Right, right. See, look, look at this one. Look at this one. You can kind of, now that we have a little bit more context, uh, this particular 
shot right here makes a little bit more sense because you see that guy in the khaki shirt there this does this makes a lot more sense in the context of that guy right there if you're viewing the video for this if you're listening there's one guy surrounded by all these other people that clearly look like they are college students of some sort and that guy right there in the khaki shirt He's drawn a gun before. He's worn a gun on his side before. You can see him, and you see everybody looking at him trying to figure out what he's doing because he's trying to teach them how that works. So I think we got a little bit of extra context on this one now, and it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, what do you think, Ruckus? Great success. Can we put this one to bed as conspiracy candy now? I think a uh, job well done, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah well... Uh, another piece of the praxeology here that we can use the the steps is uh, crowdsource this stuff. You know, if you can't figure it out, if you're in the middle of a live stream like we are and you're simply trying to figure out it in real time, let people know, hey, does anybody have a link on this? Can someone hook me up here? Even if it's a fact check and we don't like normally we don't like fact checks because they're often opinions. They're often things meant to tamp down open discussion. But in some cases, you might find a nugget of truth in there. I, I think I'm learning a shortcut about most of these, though, by the way. Just just something that might put you down the right path of maybe you might want to look at it closer, even if you don't have time right now, maybe bookmark it for later. But if it sounds too good to be like, I mean, that was too, that was too obvious, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. There's a lot of these, that's just too obvious moments, and... Yeah, that's why we've got to be careful. That's why I don't think anybody here jumped on immediately the laptop thing with Hunter Biden. But, you know, you have to, you know, sometimes these things turn out to be true, you know, <laughs> but you got to be careful. Right, right. You can only see so many videos of Hunter weighing out crack and smoking crack and passing out in strange places with crack pipes and hookers before it's like, all right, well. This is clearly a thing. Uh, maybe now the question is, has it been released on purpose? Is that the big psyop here? Because it's just as inflammatory, right? Like, that's what everybody is so upset about with Trump getting raided. It's like, Hunter's over there, you know, we got videos of Hunter doing crack and uh, Hillary having, you know, servers with top secret information on them. And, uh, you know, everybody's like say, talking about that. And it's like, well, maybe it's there on purpose. Maybe it's there to piss us off. Maybe it is there to continue the polarization on it. I don't know. Just maybe. I don't know. We're just wargaming because of the I wasn't there principle. We weren't there. So we can't say for sure. You know, that's the thing with uh, learning to protect yourself from predatory mass media. It's never just a one-two punch thing, you know. It's uh, it's full spectrum, full spectrum hybrid sort of information warfare. Right, and the, and the timing is key because you you have to get in there with this kind of analysis before the singularity point, which is when the the narrative starts to coalesce and there's this established universalized understanding of what happened in a given event, right? So you, the, the suppression of all other points of view, the suppression of information that's inconvenient to the narrative um, that is supposed to be um, rising above all others. So you have to get in there with that analysis before the coalescing of the narrative too. Right. Timing is key. Timing is definitely key. All right. Um, let's see here. 
Well, I think we got that one pretty much nailed down. Uh, we got a couple more minutes before we're going to take a break here. We are going to take an intermission in a moment here, but um, let's just uh, let's go back to hashtag eat the bugs for a moment. Oh boy, not again, not again. Here we go. Uh, this is uh, Sean Baker posted this earlier today. Check this out. You've never eaten a cricket before? No. You tried. Where do you find a cricket to eat? So there's this uh, there's this company right here in Manitoba. They're called Prairie Cricket Farms. And what they do is they farm crickets and they put them in nice little bags. And then you can eat the crickets. Yeah. 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 You feel brave enough? I will be able to What flavor do you got? I have no idea. It's kind of like a peanut. It is. I think I'm so confused. Why don't you do it? Yeah. Wait, which one do you have? I have roasted. And how was it? Was it good? Yeah. 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 What is going on here? Why are they doing this in school? This, uh, oh boy, gross. Actually, very, very gross. Um, so for the listeners out there, what you just heard, uh, Sean Baker, all Sean Baker had to say was brainwashing in real time. Uh, but we're seeing a company called Prairie Cricket Farms being featured in a school classroom in Manitoba, I think they said it was. I don't, I don't know what's more disturbing, uh, taking time out of education to do product placement and social engineering on, what are these, like fifth graders or something, um, or the fact that these kids are all still double masked and, uh, I don't know, I don't know, this, this one's just, this is just stupid, I, I can't even believe this is going on in the schools, I don't understand why people still put their kids in schools if this is what's going on, I mean, maybe they... I'm sure there's still some that are good out there, but I'm not seeing I've, I'm not seeing any footage of schools that don't have kids just constantly masked up. Uh, even with re, even with the new CDC relaxations, every time I see a piece of footage from a school, it's all masks. Kids waiting in line for tests, and now some ghoul up there trying to get them to hashtag eat the bugs. Where did you say that was? Manitoba. I believe so. Isn't that in Canada? Yes, it is. Okay, that oh there you have it. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Canada is one of these places that seems to be full on board with the uh the great reset, the agenda. They're the ones who uh decided to, hey, these people are protesting about us infringing on their freedoms. Well, we're just going to cut them off from their bank accounts. Ha, ah, take that. Yeah, so this doesn't surprise me at all. No. So. No, not surprised to see that in Canada for sure. Uh, still though, it's just, there's something really cringy about seeing this sort of salesmanship. I mean, he's got business cards, handing out business cards and swag and bags of bugs to kids. <sighs> What's the code emoji for, uh, for, uh, Hey man, I need some of those grasshoppers, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The bug emoji. I don't know. Wondering Wolf, what do you think, man? Going into schools to try to tell kids they should eat bugs. 
I, I, I watched this play out. I, you know, in, in the clip, I, I looked at the guy. I looked at how he was masked. I looked how smug he was uh, hang, handing out those bags of crickets to the, to the kids. And I've never seen someone be so smug about child abuse. Because it, that's, I don't, sure, okay, fine, I don't have kids, but that's what it looks like to me. You're doing something completely unnatural with children. Mm-hmm. And everyone is standing around feeling wonderful about themselves and feeling virtuous and smiling. Look at this. Look at these kids having a great time. Look at these kids taking on the wave of the future. They're going to be such great, moral, virtuous citizens of the new frontier. You've got to be kidding. This is completely ridiculous, completely absurd. Um, and anyone looking at this thinking that th- th- this is okay, please stay far away from me. You know? It's just awful. No, it, it's, it's a little bit gut-wrenching to look at it. And like, what a waste of time, too. Like, you're waste, the, the parents, they go to all this stuff to get their kids into school. Hell, some of these parents got their had their have their kids take the experimental you know jibby jab so that they could continue to go to school and what are they learning they're learning anything here they're being brainwashed they're being they're absolutely brainwashed be not yeah they're learning how to to not be human yeah essentially you know sorry right. to step on you mate but no, that's that's, right. that's essentially what it is you know they're learning how to not be human it's inversion it's it's let's inculcate them into everything that goes against the imperatives of the species is what it is. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. I'll just leave that to everybody unless anyone else here wants to throw anything else on that. That that is just annoying as all get out. All right. Well, hey, uh, shout out to everybody in the chat rooms. What's up, Gurchop? What's going on, Timothy? Good to see everybody out there. And we got Rooster and Jeff over there on the Rockfin. What is going on, my dudes? And, uh, okay, I got a few more clips and stories and stuff, but I think we're going to go ahead and take an intermission over here in the boiler room. We'll take a break here, give Ruckus a few minutes to reset, take a breather before he has to head over there to TNT Radio to do the Joseph Arthur Show. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet if uh, we'll come back for part two on YouTube or not. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll just run it on both. Uh, I think I may have gotten all my COVIDian anti-jibby-jab stuff out of my system already this week. So maybe we're safe on uh, YouTube for part two. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Everybody, thank you for checking out the show. Uh, Part two will be available for everybody either on Rockfin and YouTube or over on Rockfin. Uh, we'll drop something in the chats to let everybody know. Uh, Ruckus, over to you for any parting words, since you probably won't be here for the post-intermission segment of the show. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I know I won't be, uh, because as you mentioned, I'll be over on our uh, our other home away from home away from home, TNT Radio, and I'll be hanging out with my my good friend, my brother, my other brother from another mother, uh, Joseph Arthur. Uh, for the second hour over there. So, uh, and uh, luckily that, like uh, the show you're watching and or listening to right now, uh, you can always catch the stuff later in case you miss something. So there's never a conflict of interest when it comes to any of this stuff, folks. Uh, so 
when you're done checking out the boiler room, uh, later on you can check out a replay of uh, one of my most recent appearances on Joseph Arthur or the most recent uh, episode of the Brian McLean Show. Perhaps the most recent appearance of Wandering Wolf on the Brian McLean Show. So, hey, did you miss Sunday Wire this weekend? Well, that's okay. You can go catch up on that too. There's a lot of great stuff going on here. So, much love. Shout out to both networks. But, uh, yeah, I'll be over there while you guys are wrapping up things here. I'll have to catch the replay of the second hour of the Boiler Room. So that's kind of weird. But um, I'll be certainly sure to do that. But thank you guys for having me. And much love. Uh, may God bless each and every one of you out there. And may God save this republic. Yeah. All right. There he is. That's Ruckus, everybody. The host of the Daily Ruckus. Available here in the Boiler Room every week. And out there on the Joseph Arthur Technicolor Dreamcast, Monday through Friday at, I'm just going to give it to you in my time zone because I got that locked in my brain, 11 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And uh, we had Wandering Wolf on my show today, the Brian McLean Show. Uh, we had a great time. We also had the odd man out join us, and you'll want to go check that out in the archives. So if you're just finding out about all this and you're not uh, up to date, just Go to tntradio.live. You can go click on shows or episodes. You can find everything. You'll find Patrick Henningsen over there. You'll find myself, Wandering Wolf, Ruckus, Odd Man Out. And I'll give you guys a teaser. I'll give you a reason to be there for the live show tomorrow. I'm going to be joined by Benny Wills in the third hour of the Brian McLean Show. And we're going to talk about Parhesia. Dynamite! And a lot of other stuff. So it's going to be cool. Um, all right, uh, Spore, you got anything you want to throw out there before we go to break? Or are you ready to go to break? No, I'm ready. All right, all right. Well, that's it. We're going to go to intermission for now. So uh, thanks, everybody, for checking it out. We're going to take five or ten, and uh, we'll try to come back for a second part. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It may just be me and Wandering Wolf, or uh, this may be the end of the show. I don't know. We've got so much going on today. But, uh, yeah, we'll try to get back with you in a little bit here. And uh, if we don't, we'll see you on TNT. We'll see you on ACR. We'll see you around on the internet. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you on the other side. You're listening to Boiler Room on alternatecurrentradio.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.